want to give up. You just you just call Uncle at any time. Okay? Oh, I'm just gonna power through it. All right, power. It, on. May, it may not be English, but it's gonna <laughs> get done. All right, here we go. This is Chris. This is Jared. Like whiskey in the jarro, this is Shiny Podcast. Following the light and throwing a little shade on the newest and brightest in today's gaming technology. It is Tuesday, October 3rd, 2017. Uh, and, um, yeah, we've, um, we've got a special guest with us tonight, uh, uh, guest Jared Bierman. Welcome, Thanks Jared. Thanks for having me. Tonight we're going to be talking about, uh, a, a particular kind of photography that Jared has perfected. And, <laughs> and I spend a lot of time looking at on, uh, on the internet. It's oh, yes. pretty It's pretty cool stuff. Anyone who's a fan of, uh, science fiction like Star Wars or uh, superheroes, um, or, 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 you know, um, fun things like that is going to be in for a real yeah, treat. We're going to see that it for is, the deep dive. Yeah, it is the highlight of my Instagram feed, so I'm very excited to uh, to talk to Jared about it. Amen to that. Thanks, guys. I really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's our deep dive today, but in, uh, before that, Jared's going to help us get through the latest tech news, and as you might imagine... Perhaps people's minds have been on other things uh, besides technology, and 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 that's okay. Yeah. Uh, that's that's okay. But we still decided to deliver to you a little a little dollop of of tech information, if you will, uh, uh, to to keep you aware of what's going on in the technology world. Hmm. So we start tonight with an article from The Guardian about somebody who went to Tinder and asked for their personal information. Horrible idea. All of the information (laughs) Tinder had. Now, this, if I'm not mistaken, this person is an EU citizen. And in the EU, there are laws specifically requiring these companies to, to furnish information that they have on you upon request so they did and received about 800 pages of information (laughs) 800 pages including you know data from the entirety that the app was installed on this person's device yeah i think it's about four years of data four years of data 800 pages it's a lot of data that is a lot <laughs> and like information okay. about some <laughs> your your dating preferences it must be really surreal to kind of see that just laid out like that i mean that's i mean not not just dating preferences there's a lot more but to like see that aspect of your personal life just mapped out in that way that's got to be that's going to be pretty surreal does yeah it's got to be incredibly odd i don't want to look back on that <laughs> no 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 certainly no. not 800 pages worth oh 
my god the detail that that must bring i mean it's everything it's like you know food preferences and 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 you know places you've been and you know who you were with at the time but still that's a remarkable amount of information now full disclosure i've actually never had a tinder account neither have i no that was way, that was past uh past any sort of time frame that i had any use for it so yeah so we're all a bunch of fucking old men yes. but, <laughs> but it's pretty popular i would say pervasive and 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 used on on a pretty regular basis oh, by yeah. a lot of yeah no i have some I, friends who use it yeah i've i've looked at a friend's account and he let me do some swiping for him and uh <laughs> It's a it's a pretty crazy app. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He did some swiping for him That's with his full quite the euphemism. Uh, we did it with a whole group of people too. So <laughs> group swiping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've seen that one. Swipe yeah. party. <laughs> Swipe party three is really where the series kicks off. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Swipe cocky. You. <laughs> 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 um but it's um so so uh some of the other information that was included in in this 800 pages was also um stuff from your other social media accounts like it's not just what you're doing on tinder if you've linked any of that up it's it's a lot of that information too yeah there's these these you know sharing apis that exist in all of those massive services in order to, to to make that information free flow between each other it's quite remarkable. Mm-hmm. Maybe, perhaps, worth thinking about as you gaze into that beautiful AMOLED screen full of wonderful color and <laughs> the wide internet out there. Perhaps worth thinking about. We'll stick that article in the show notes so you can follow up with it if you want. Now, Colin, from our friends over at Ars Technica. Yeah. <laughs> the Overwatch director says that it's scary to be open with the players. Yeah, and and you know this this really caught my eye because if there's one thing so so whenever um I see uh particularly Bethesda or um any of their kind of game social media pages post anything, it could be like it could be really about anything. Um, and inevitably, in the comments section, there'll be at least a couple people saying, when's the Elder Scrolls Six coming out? Like, <laughs> right. Um, Just like unending trolls. Unending. And so it. Um, so when I saw this this article, and, and it's in the, it's uh, kind of framed in the context of overwatch and their director and, and their, and their team working on that game. But it just got me kind of thinking about, yeah, no, that, that is, that is kind of scary. That's gotta be terrifying. It's like, you know, you have this incredibly, um, sometimes rabid fan base for, for things that can get real nasty. Uh, you know, when, when you don't respond the right way or give them quite the thing that they're asking for, there's always like a portion of the people paying attention that are upset about something. So it's got to be pretty terrifying as a game developer to, to yeah, be open with your players and keep them updated on stuff. Cause inevitably, you know, you're going to have these assholes just slamming you like for the most bullshit things. Um, I mean, I, it's, we all know that the worst place to look for, Humanity is in the comments section. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, 
like comments are just are just the, the, the bottom of the barrel universally. But I can understand, I mean, especially in gaming, it does seem that there is an exceedingly high number of incidents where emotions run high. Yeah, there was uh, a lady who I believe was on Twitch and streaming her, you know, the video game she was playing. And there were, I'm going to call them young children because they're, they're not, they're like 11 and 12 saying horrific things to her. And uh, she was able to luckily track down their parents, I guess, through Facebook and, and their IP and literally sent their mom screenshots of these little boys saying horrible things Damn. to her. There's just no accountability because you're in your basement or Total your room. Total anonymity. Yeah. Right. Well, relatively an, an, an anonymity. Obviously, it can be found. But... Right. Yeah. But no one's going to travel for the most part. No. Right. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> In the end of Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, sure, but that's a- <laughs> <laughs> You are the one who's are the ball lickers. <laughs> Great movie. Yeah. It is it is amazing that you know, for something that like we all I mean the the word game is in the name, video game. Yeah. It's it's not like there i mean gosh of all of the things i think as we record this episode especially of all of the things to take seriously on this planet <laughs> man spewing vitriol and hate at a game manufacturer because they did anything it's just like whew. yet somehow somehow on the internet <laughs> we are it, it, it just happens it just happens yeah I, I guess i can i can understand that point of view i mm-hmm. guess i can totally get it yeah if uh if you have a, a an opinion on this particular matter since we we all you know we all love to play the video games so much uh hit us up at hello at shinypodcast.com and we'll totally read your email on the show if you have an opinion because apparently there are people with really fucking strong opinions out there so (laughs) (laughs) exactly the nobel prize or uh, a nobel prize um, has gone to um, some researchers who have figured out how our cells tell time this is incredible yeah little tiny watches right yeah yeah cuckoo clocks Strapped to the cell's protozoa. Mm-hmm. Protozoa, yeah. yeah that's, that's a nice science term right there. That's right, right next to the mitochondria. Ah, oh, that was going to be mine. I was going to say, <laughs> is that the powerhouse of the cell, the mitochondria? That is. Oh, it's coming back. Well done. Well done. I heard recently it's not actually the powerhouse of the cell, though. I don't know. I don't even know what that really means. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's move on before we doubt ourselves too much <laughs> so the nobel prize is being handed out to a, uh, a couple of scientists who have figured out how cells are able to tell time that is incredible we've always known that there is an innate ability for for biological organisms to be able to to tell a time to have a rhythm to have some sort of uh you know routine that they they follow but it wasn't until now that 
we've understood that at all. Yeah. And it's, it's um, kind of a, a you know question that, you know, we've been asking for a while, um, almost, almost 300 years since it kind of, um, um, uh, there's a, a French astronomer who was kind of messing with a plant and um, uh, that opened and closed its leaves on a 24 hour cycle. And so uh, he, he found that it didn't depend on daylight, but would continue uh, even when the plant was, was in the dark. Um, and so since then that kind of question has been out there. Um, so it's kind of cool that we're finally seeing, seeing some, some uh, insight to the in, uh, internal mechanisms of that. So how does it work, Colin? <laughs> um, <laughs> it's very complex. <laughs> in in fact, there's a section of this article say uh, called "Finding Complexity." <laughs> um, so they uh, basically they they um, were looking for um, different genes um, that they gave different names. Um, one's called like clock, um, timeless, um, double time. Uh, and anyway, they, um, uh, they were uh, doing these experiments on mice, uh, and they found that they all shared um, uh, similar controlling um, factors in their internal clocks that were linked to these genes. Um, yeah, so that's, that's how they kind of found, found this. Uh, and also um, light-sensitive uh, proteins called cryptochromes um, kind of indicated what was going on as well. Well, that's excellent branding. Cryptochromes is, is <laughs> yeah, tra trademark that quick. <laughs> that's awesome. That'll be the that new the new Google cryptocurrency. <laughs> that is incredible. I, I mean, I mean that it, like such a simple little thing. It took so many hours of observation and and just you know attention to detail. That is mm -hmm. just so cool. Excellent. Well, one more mystery bites the dust in the universe. Take that, <laughs> Infinity. You're keeping me up at night, so I'm glad we got that settled. <laughs> Have you ever heard of groove music? Uh, I had not. <laughs> um, not really, no. <laughs> uh, certainly not until I saw this article um, where apparently Microsoft has thrown in the towel. Uh against um trying to compete with spotify uh with their I, their no. service called groove music which again i have never heard of <laughs> so this groove app will will remain but only so uh, in so much as it will play music on your machine or stored in your OneDrive account other than that it will not stream anymore starting very soon it's like the end of the year. Yep. 31st. Yep. And refunds will be issued in a prorated fashion for those who do know what this is and are using it. <laughs> <laughs> well, snap. Turns out Spotify is eating the planet in terms of streaming music. I'm not really surprised. I mean, Spotify, it's kind of become like the google of the function you know what i mean mm -hmm. it's it's the go-to for music i mean i used to listen to pandora a bunch but the ability to actually select what song you want to hear right and then just stream it, it blows pandora out of the water in my opinion yeah i think i agree with you <clears throat> oh agree. hands down 
Hmm. And it's like, I, I feel like Spotify has some functions that mimic that. Like if you're looking for, oh, I'm, I want to find some things that I haven't listened to before that are kind of like the things that I like. Like Spotify has those functions built in too. And I think they're a lot better um, to, to be honest, because eventually, <laughs> eventually all of your preferences start collating into like, like a few different bands. So it becomes like spoon, uh, Led Zeppelin and Michael Jackson. <laughs> and that's all you hear all day. Right, 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 right. No, it's it's true, and and the discovery in in Spotify is is truly incredible. I mean, like the way that they can just fish out stuff to try to match it with you is yeah, is just as good as as you you could get in Pandora, but coupled with the fact that you know you can treat it like a if you pay for it, that is you can you can actually download the MP3s and use them if you offline if you want. Yeah, the yep. they have a new release function as well where it will take again what it's learned about your preference and find specific songs that have just been released so you can get new music as it's coming out but it's oh, music right you're probably gonna like oh that's cool yeah. that's cool that's cool and that and that's how they do it you know not that the artists get like you know anything no but, you know, i think our band to date has you know pulled down like six cents or so i mean you know that kind of gives you an indication of how popular our band is <laughs> But still, but still interesting. You know, my understanding is that there's really a, uh, there's there's really only one excellent music app on uh, Windows uh, 10. And, and I'm not sure if it's for Xbox. We'll have to ask the developer who we know. But Bloom Music is an excellent app that a friend of ours develops, actually. So if you're looking for a music app on Windows, you might check out Bloom Music. I've mm-hmm. used it. It's pretty cool, and I know there are some streaming features that he that he's integrated. I'm not sure what else, but it's just an excellent desktop music player. So there you go. Right on, man. I think I think one of my favorite parts of this this article that that we're referencing and will be in the show notes was uh, um, uh, uh, a blog post from the general manager of this program saying, like. Uh, we're looking forward to unlocking new ways to, you know, get your experience better with music across a variety of devices, which is why we're excited to announce that we're expanding our partnership. And it's like, you guys failed. (laughs) (laughs) You guys didn't do a good job. So I thought that was funny. Well done, Microsoft. Well done. Well done. Moving right along. Moving right along. Dude, I was just looking at this guacamole thing. I know this project. It's just a way of serving a desktop of some kind Hmm. over the internet. So, like, you can have a workstation that instead of, you know, needing to physically be at, (laughs) you can just give to somebody to log into and they can get their work done. Oh, nice. You know, from a system management point of view, it's like, yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah. So, so how does that differ from a like a remote desktop connection? It really doesn't. the The difference is in how you can serve it. So, like, okay. um, a remote desktop connection, like you're probably used to using RDP, right? Yeah. Right. So, um, that's an app that you would have, that has to be on your computer, and it uses the RDP sure. protocol and and connects. You know, um, whereas this is a, a URL that you can give to somebody oh, and then log gotcha. into it 
and can access the remote desktop that way. It seems a lot more straightforward. It is a little bit. Yeah. It just it just simply doesn't require that you know that app, which means that you can give it to somebody using a PC, somebody using a Mac, somebody using Linux, somebody yeah, yeah. using doesn't really matter at all. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, a Chromebook for instance could could do it. There you go. So you know the thing that makes my ears wiggle is like. Okay, let's say you have a business that's full of Chromebooks and they need to have people have access to Photoshop, but mm. they don't want to afford, you know, a hundred licenses. So it's expensive. Yeah, adds up. it adds up really quick. <laughs> they maybe need, you know, five instances going at any one given time. So they buy those five licenses and they serve them up over a remote session and then. People can just log in as they need it. You know, it's like, oh, oh that's pretty cool. I'm sure that that's, yeah. that, that, that stretches the limits of the license, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's a hypothetical thing. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just the best, you know, <laughs> thing I could come up with at the moment, but. In case anyone from Adobe was listening. Yeah. yeah hypothetical. <laughs> yeah. Never would I ever. But there you go. Cool thing. Apache guacamole, it's called. So, mm-hmm. uh, speaking of dear Linux, now... This turned out to be adjusted almost immediately after I threw this article in, the sh- in, in, <laughs> in here. So, so and, and they addressed that. But uh, uh, for a brief moment, Linux market share hit 6.91%, depend, uh, according to uh, netmarketshare.com. It has been adjusted down to a little below 4%, but that's actually uh, still an unprecedented unprecedented growth rate yeah it's still an all-time high right it is an all-time high and it is a full one percent higher than last month which itself was a full half percent higher than the month previous there's this that's great range growth that is suddenly happening mid 2017 and um some of its chromebooks some of it is Honestly, I mean, some of it is organic Linux growth, which is crazy, but <laughs> it makes sense. There's a, uh, we're going to be covering in the future the new release of Ubuntu that is coming out on, uh, in, in October, in this month, actually. Now we're in October. We're going to be covering it a little bit later down the road because it is a big subject and I think deserves a, a pretty deep dive on itself. But we'll probably wait till it is released to the general public, so that um, it, so that you know, people can go right ahead and play with it. But suffice to say, there are some big moves happening behind the scenes in the uh, in the in the Linux world, and specifically competing on the desktop against Windows 10 and Mac OS. That I think is, for the first time in a very long time, not just compelling but competitive, you know, mm-hmm. really competitive. So it's interesting to see the market share, you know, in, sort of organically grow before any of that hits. I think there's definitely like a shit. People are more open than they've ever been to, you know, desktop Linux or any operating system because right now, and as time goes on, it's like it, the operating system of your computer doesn't really matter Everything's served over the web. Everything's a web app. Everything is yeah. like has a server component somewhere else, you know, dials back home to give you your content. That's kind of how it all works. So less and less and less does your operating system matter. But those old frustrations have never gone away. Mm-hmm. You put it so well. I'm speechless. <laughs> He's stunned. <laughs> He's stunned. 
interesting stuff. But no, it's it's great. Um, I'm certainly happy to see um, as a as a extreme Linux novice um, to see that there's just more. I mean, more use means there'll be more, even more support and even right. more information out there for for new users. So that's that's pretty exciting. You got to think too. Four percent of the general computing population is is still an extremely high number of people, and it, at times, I mean, there were years where macintosh penetration was that or less you know what i mean like that you Mm -hmm. know it's definitely be become a real thing it's definitely become a you know a a a real presence in the market not huge but it's it's bigger than ever before and seems to be on a growing trajectory so it's interesting times interesting times that's it for the news, and if that's all you're here for, go ahead and turn us off or stick around for our deep dive. Guaranteed we'll be ba- back next week for the latest, the greatest, and sometimes hated in gaming and technology. Look us up at shinypodcast.com where you can subscribe to the latest shows and check out whatever else we're cooking up for you. Download the Shiny Podcast in all your favorite podcasting applications. Uh, you want to say hi, make a suggestion, or send us a hot tip on tech news, visit shinypodcast.com slash contact and fill out the form or just email us at hello at shinypodcast.com. That was perfectly timed. That was, that was so good. Spot on. That's my announcer <laughs> voice right there. That was great, dude. Back from the old college radio days. Born for this. Born for this. <clears throat> so, Jared. Yes, Chris. Now we get to what we call uh, the deep dive, where we're going to uh, deep dive on you. I got my swimmies in my... Uh, good, yeah, good, good. <laughs> don't you, forget to bring a towel. Yeah, I, I hope you, uh, you haven't eaten recently. You don't want to get a cramp. I'm all set. Stretched it out. Beerman <laughs> Photography is what you call it. Yes, uh, sir. It makes sense. That's your last name. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Not too creative in that regards in the naming. <laughs> what is this, dude? I'm going to bring up some pictures while we're talking about this, but what? <laughs> I want just like give us the give us the uh, the the elevator pitch here. Like, sure. What are you what are you doing? So uh, it's at Beerman Photography on Instagram. And uh, about a little over a year ago, last August, uh, I decided to start doing action figure uh photography or toy photography um i saw a picture online i had been doing photography for about two years before that you know landscapes wildlife that kind of stuff very you know traditional and uh i saw a picture of some guy you know did basically this he took a close-up picture of an action figure um i think on a beach or something like that and i said that's awesome i've got a couple action figures let me try to do that so my first picture was actually a clone trooper that I hid in a um, dragon pepper plant, you know, because it kind of <laughs> looked like a, a space jungle or something like that with these massive peppers next to them. And then I just started reading articles on how to really, you know, what settings to use on the camera, you know, shoot at an upward angle, you know, just a lot of stuff. And it, it kind of just developed into uh, a full-time hobby that I'm, I'm trying to uh, do some custom work for people and yeah, that's that's the elevator pitch of it. That's really cool. It's a it's a diverse set of 
of images. I mean, it really is. It seemingly you cover a lot of ground in in these pictures. I mean, it, not only in in terms of material. You know, we're looking at right now pictures of 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 uh, uh, stormtroopers in in the sand and in in you know beach scenes. But the very next uh, frame is is Hulk and and an old man Wolverine fighting and and scrapping in what seems to be a uh, you know some sort of outdoor forest situation yeah that's that's actually a setup i did on my kitchen counter uh it's, it's really a, yeah it's it's a black uh mat board up against the wall and then i put rocks and sticks in front of it and the snow is made out of baking soda that uh <laughs> i'm actively throwing or sifting at or actually i put some in my hand and and blow it so it goes like a storm effect and uh you know, it's just thinking of different ways or seeing how other people in the, the toy photography community have done things and, and, you know, trying to apply that to, to an image I can do. That's so cool. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. That's so cool. So, <laughs> so like, I mean, obviously, y you must have a pretty extensive toy collection. Uh, over the last year, <laughs> it has grown quite a bit. Um, very easy to shop for come Christmas time and my birthday. You know, I just say, hey, these are the figures I, I would like or need. Um, recently rolled all my spare change for uh, a wave of Star Wars toys. So, you know, still nice. still pulling the little kid move. Um, <laughs> but part of the fun for me is, is finding these toys at a discount. Now, Chris is looking at one of the photos I did with um, a scout trooper on a speeder bike. They're expensive. Uh, two years ago or last year, um, Hasbro had a sale. I got them. I got three of them for fifteen bucks a pop. They usually go for forty-five to sixty, somewhere Jeez. in that range. So that's, that's a good score. Oh, it was, and it was off their site too. So it was all new mint in box. Wow. I, I don't care if the box is crushed because I take them out of the box. But sure, yeah, you're you're using them. You're oh yeah, yeah. No, these are in the mud. They're they're they've been washed off many times. There's uh fireworks going off around them you know they're they're abused but but well taken care of wow right on man thanks yeah it's uh it's 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 always just fun to do because i'll take them hiking with me you know chris pointed out there were some beach shots for labor day we went to you know the new hampshire shore and uh i brought a couple figures in a bag with me and and you know i go to my parents house you throw a couple figures in a bag you never know what weird or different background you're going to come across yeah and and i mean as far as um you know the the actual photography aspect of it i mean did did you go to school for it did you just kind of fall into it um so actually uh my dad uh it has been a photographer for oh, a lot of years now he started when he was younger and then took you know many years off due to kids and work but uh since he's been sure. retired he's really gotten back into it and and plug for him real quick his website's oldmanphotography.com he does he doesn't do toy stuff but he does amazing uh nature photos and and uh you know he recently went to iceland and and did a whole series from there but um they moved closer and i thought getting into photography would be a nice way to spend a lot of time with him and uh kind of took off from there he uh you know brought me on a lot of you know his little his outings to to go do some local stuff and then i started doing it on vacations which my uh, better half really enjoys because i'm more willing to to go to spots because uh, <laughs> you know we'll go to the beach and instead of me just sitting there i can you know actively do some photography and sure um, you know i just kind of got into that and then the toy photography just kind of took a, a 
over and, and has a mind of its own. Gotcha. Right on. Um, did, did, did you, have you always worked in digital? Have you ever, ever done any film or like development or anything like that? So I, I did a little bit, uh, not, um, you know, I didn't actively develop things, but back when I was probably, you know, in middle school, I did have a, a camera that um, a relative have, had given to me and I kicked, you know, around with that, you know, just sure. little kid taking pictures of frogs at ponds and stuff like that. You oh, know, yeah. You know, nothing <laughs> crazy, but um, I really enjoyed it. But no, since since I've really dove into the photography world, it's it's all been digital. It's just it's so much easier. You can take 3000 shots and uh you know not feel bad about that um not totally any film exactly all you're doing is wasting a little bit of time deleting the ones you don't want and i'd rather do that than miss the good shot no totally understand i i um did uh um a, a bit of um film and and um uh developing and print work and all of that and uh yeah it's tedious uh and i really wish i could have digital camera at the time <laughs> oh i'm sure yeah, it, yeah i could definitely understand that i i definitely yeah. heard stories about how long it took to develop some stuff and if you didn't time yeah. it quite right you ruined it totally yep exactly um how do you achieve these special effects like there are some shots here where i'm seeing like sparks from black panther's claws on captain america's shield so so that or, one or like uh, uh oh god dr <clears throat> strange Thank you, Doctor yep. <laughs> Strange coming through one of his portals. So I'll tell you the, the Doctor Strange portal real quick. Um, that is actually a composite of a couple pictures. So everything uh, in my photos that I put on Instagram, I either took or I borrowed from a family member, and I try to give them credit when I use something from there. So the um, Doctor Strange is – his portal is actually um, – uh, oh, what's it called? Um the wire that you use to scrub things. Um, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm blanking on this right now. Um, yes, steel wool. Thank you. Yeah, it's steel wool that um, I put in a whisk and tied a rope to the end of it and uh, threw on my firefighter gear and my mom lit it on fire and I swung it around in a giant circle uh, and the old man clicked some photos for me and it's, it's the sparking steel wool that I then, uh, you know, cut and and rescale to that size. So in the background is a photo I took in Boston. That's the I think the either the courthouse or the state capitol. Yeah, yeah, state, yeah, yeah, yeah. the state house. Yeah. So he's coming from that into a back alley scene, and I actually built um, those brick walls, the garage door, and the barrels in that scene as well. That's all stuff that I I custom built through watching tutorials on uh, YouTube. Man, oh, really? It looks so like set, good. The... What? Yeah. <laughs> That's that's okay. Hold on. Tell, tell <laughs> yeah, that. yeah. We have now now we're like set design and scene building is like way in my wheelhouse. But you're doing on like like the scale that we would do it for like our, our models that we present for design. That's incredible. Yeah. Like, so that's that's the one twelfth scale because they're all based yep. on six inch action figures. So you know, uh, basically the the brick walls are made out of like that uh, pink or blue insulation board you'd use in home construction. Yeah. Yep. So you just scale down the bricks and, and basically, you know, you mark it all out with a Sharpie and then you take a ruler. And I think I used a knitting needle to actually make the, uh, the mortar lines, you know, it, where the bricks would break and all that Get stuff. Get out of town. That it, must have been insanely tedious. It takes a long time. Yeah. Uh, it luckily, looks so good. It's got to be worth it. It is worth it. It looks really <laughs> Yeah, that's all. Um, so you do a couple different washes. You do a red layer and then some black wash and some white wash. And then you highlight individual bricks. And then to get some of the cracked, 
Uh, I took a rubber mallet and hit it a bunch of times. Then you take a rock and hit that, so it gives you different crack lines. Um, and then you do a whitewash to really put all those mortar lines in there. And it's uh, it takes a while, but I love the result. So and you that's can reuse so it. Cool. Oh, yeah, all the time. Yeah, you just you. And that's why I have two pieces now. One that's just a plain wall, and then the other has um, the garage door built into it and a regular door and. Uh, you know, you can just keep adjusting them. And I've also built some chain link fence, some uh, pallets that I, I burned with a blowtorch and literally was out in my backyard when it was raining, rubbing in the dirt um, <laughs> to make them look weathered. And uh, the barrels, you know, all have rust. That's three different layers of orange and brown paints with a, a sprunt, uh, yeah, sprunge, a sponge that I, <laughs> that I cut up, um, you know, to make it a random kind of thing. But you got to think about where the rust would be on the, you know, the parts that stick out up at the top. And, you yep. know, just look at a lot of reference pictures on, on Google to to model it after. The attention to detail is just um, it's insane. Man. I mean, Super impressed. Thanks, thanks. I had no idea that you made this stuff yourself. That's oh, yeah. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, all that stuff is is, is handmade. Um, like even that the chain link fence and, and one of the ones Chris is looking at now, that's I built that. That's a gutter guard that I sprayed with a chrome spray. And I actually yep. made a jig um, to replicate uh, the the metal post, uh, you know, frame behind it, and then I just uh, tied on the uh, the fence to that. Wow, wow, dude! I mean, seriously, wow. Thanks, thanks, man. I appreciate that. So, like, where? So, so you're putting this on Instagram? Yep. You're, you're, you're. I'm seeing just this like tome of hashtags with everything that you post. Like, <laughs> tell me about that process. Like the the the, you know, uh, why Instagram mm -hmm. and and how do you find that to be useful for this particular thing? Sure. So I actually started Instagram posting uh, before I did the toy photography. I had a, a coworker who um, I kept showing the photography to because he does a lot of hiking and nature photography. So we were kind of comparing pictures back and forth. And he, he finally convinced me to get on Instagram. I'm, I'm very limited on the social media I do, but uh, I figure this one's pictures. You know, I like pictures, so uh, I'll go with that. And uh, once I developed into the toy photography, there's a lot of groups that do repost or have contests or have like a... When I, I usually post around 11 o'clock each night. Uh, there's unique hashtags for group sessions. So... Anywhere from uh, 100 to 400 people post within that 45-minute time, uh, you know, spread. And, uh, you know, the, the hashtags are really just to get your photos out there more. And you're allowed 30 hashtags a post. And I think I use between 25 and 30, uh, you know, based on the, on the picture. And, uh, you know, it really helps just get, you know, more followers and, and more people to like your photos. Because... You know, yes, it's it's nice to get those more and more likes, but it's just it feels good knowing that a set amount of people have seen and liked your photo. Sure, yeah, you know, I mean, if you're gonna put it out there, it's nice to, you know, these are obviously well composed photos. You know, something that you you've put time into making sure is is a complete thought, and and you know, you want to get you want to get that to the most number of eyeballs possible. Yeah, it definitely helps. And I got to tell you the the toy photography community, both the people that actively post to it and the people that like and comment are super supportive. Um, always great interactions with them. Uh, made a nice, a lot of nice friends on there. There's, there's some excellent guys that, that you have any questions about how they did a certain style or technique or something. They're, they're more than willing to answer your questions. And it's, it's just a great place with a lot of positive energy. And I think that's what really keeps me posting to there is it's just a great group of people. 
Very cool. Man. That is some of the coolest pictures of toys I think I've ever seen. Man. <laughs> I mean, like, we, um, it's not we something I ever days. sought out before, but like, I, once you, once I like came into your, <laughs> your feed, I started looking around and it, it is a big world. There are some really cool things people are doing, but I feel like we're really lucky here. Cause like, man, your shit's like on par, you know, Thanks, I mean, man. It, it, it's all about that attention to detail. Yeah. I've definitely, uh, and I've had lots of conversations with, with our friend Jake about this, where you'll see a, a great picture of BB-8 in the middle of the desert, but there's no tracks. You know, it's just like, all right, did he get dropped there? Like, what's going on? So, like, if there's any point where you can see where someone walked up, you got to really try to put that little detail in there because it, it helps tell the story that you're trying to convey. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, That's a lot to keep all in your head, you know? Luckily, there's a lot of space there, so it, it does not hurt. <laughs> So right on. where do you see this going? Like, what's your what's your plan for it? Like, what 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 what's next for for Beerman? So at the moment, uh, I'm doing a push to a thousand followers. Uh, I'm uh, in the high 800 range uh, at the moment. Uh, so um, you know, every hundred new followers I get, I do uh, a special print. And uh, Colin's better half actually won uh, the 800 print. She sure did. It's we, it's hanging up. We love it awesome it's so good <laughs> excellent so yeah so um i figured that was a little bit of incentive to get some followers so at a thousand i'll do custom work um for that person i'll randomly pick someone uh they pick the figures they pick the um you know scene they want and i'll make it work and send them a custom print but the goal is obviously to keep getting as many followers as possible but i would love to start doing a lot more custom work for people and mm -hmm. and uh, I've done one set of custom work already. Uh, it was a great experience. Worked really well with the guy. Uh, very reasonable price. Uh, I think I was averaging uh, 10 bucks for a digital print. Mm -hmm. Custom work, anything you want. Um, and I think I do three for 25. Pretty reasonable. And if you want to print. Super reasonable. Yeah. yeah. You want to print, uh, you know, I can definitely do that. Obviously, a little bit more expensive because there's materials and costs right, and, and right. all that. But um, so I'd really like to do that. And I, I don't want to make that my job i don't mm -hmm. think i'd enjoy it as much but i'd like to kind of have that help fund new toys new uh you know background items things like that so just kind of make it a, a self-sustaining hobby mm -hmm. that's great man that is mm -hmm. great thanks do you have any uh, other other things you're thinking about colin no i think um i i think you you kind of kind of got to all the questions that i had and yeah no i'm just Man, I was blown away. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. I really appreciate appreciate you guys having me on here. It's it means uh, a lot that so you guys excited. that you guys like my stuff that much to uh, to have me on and, and talk about it because I know that you guys are really doing an excellent job with this podcast. And oh, oh. shucks, uh, <laughs> it's our pleasure. Stop. I mean, <laughs> stop. No, keep going. No, stop. <laughs> I mean, straight up. You know, it was it was. We, we had to spend a, a lot of time, like, making lots and lots of podcasts until it was at a point where, like, okay, now we can ask our friends who cool, do cool things on because it's not good enough yet. You know, so I appreciate that, you know, you want to come on and, and, and share this, uh, you know, story with us. But you should direct everybody to your feed. How do people find you? Sure. So on Instagram, I am at Beerman Photography. So beer, as in the thing you drink, B-E-E-R-M-A-N photography 
And if you don't know how to spell that, just Google it because we don't need me to spell photography. Uh, <laughs> but check that out. Uh, I also have a website that is linked on my uh, page right there. It's my non-toy photography shots on there. Hasn't been updated in a while, but I, I will work on that because I recently took a trip up north, got a lot of cool shots, and, and want to share those. So, Very cool. Very cool. The coolest. <laughs> the coolest. But I think that is the end of the show. So here goes the end of the show music, because, you know, auditory experience. Oh, of course. It must, it must play the music. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, that's going to uh, that's gonna do it for us today. Um, thank you so much, Jared, for coming on the show. We're really, really excited. Um, and, um, um, yeah, thank, thanks so much for tuning in, guys. It has been a pleasure to have Jared from Beerman Photography on tonight. And, of course, in, in as always, we are just pleases punch to bring you the latest technology news the latest in gaming anything else that we can find up in the geek space for you please please check us out at shiningpodcast.com that's where we post all of our episodes as well as news about what we're doing you can subscribe to the rss feed there or you can look us up at any old podcast application i use pocket casts i think it's the best one on android but i mean hey they're not paying for this, so use whatever the hell you want. <laughs> if you like this whole live stream thing that we do, yeah, by the way, every single episode we do live, you can go to shinypodcast.com slash live and check it out. 7 o'clock, usually on Thursdays this week. It's Tuesday, but that's okay. We're going to do fun stuff this weekend, and we simply could not fit it in on Thursday. Show up at <laughs> 7 o'clock in the night, 7 p.m., that's in the evening time. Watch us get going with a live stream, and uh, then we'll do the show for you. That's it. That's my long-winded end of the show uh, bump there. <laughs> I think I've covered all the bases. Thanks again, Jared. Thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate it. Thanks, Jared. All right. Good night, everyone. with your time learn something new why um, not i mean you know how many brain cells you got left you might as well fill them with something useful right exactly drink a little beer forget what you know learn something new <laughs> <laughs>